where people say, take a step out on faith, take the leap of faith. Is it that easy to step out on faith? What if you don't have faith? What if you never heard of faith? What do they call it then? What if you stepped out on faith before and fell on your face? Is that faith's way of joking with you? How are you supposed to trust something that has failed you before? You try, try again, right? What happens when you try again and it fails again and you say try again, right? And as you continue to try, what you probably don't notice is the toll that stepping out on faith has taken on you. And then here come the tricks. Here comes the the um, the fine print. Step out on faith. Only if you have faith in God. Only if you have a relationship with God. Other than that, it's not going to work. But step out on faith. But if you don't have a relationship with God, you're probably going to fail. But keep going. But if you don't believe in God, it's probably not going to work. Nobody has time for that shit. I'm just going to keep it real. When your life is in a place where everything's falling the fuck apart around your ass, and you're trying your hardest to keep it together, but it's like holding water in your fucking hands and it's seeping out right between your fucking fingers. No matter how hard you grip your hand, no matter how tight you, you bring your finger together, the water's always going to find a way to slip through it. And when life does that to you, it's just a little harder to deal with than just being told, step out on faith. Faith should meet you halfway. Why is it that we're expected to just step out on something that we may have very little experience in stepping out in, may be reluctant, hesitant to step out on, may have stepped out on before and fell real hard? Why is it so important that we continue to step out on things that, that may not necessarily have done as well in past situations. I think faith is something that should meet us halfway. Give me something to fucking go on. Show me that it fucking works. Not for everybody else, but for me. You wouldn't just take a risk on something because it worked out for everybody else. Especially when you've done it before and it didn't work for you before. You start looking around at everybody else like, well, maybe these are the lucky motherfuckers. Maybe these are the people who were worked for, but I'm just not one of the people to work for. At with the risk of sounding like Mr. or Mrs. fucking negativity, but it's just the way that it fucking is. It's scary when things are falling apart around you. It's very fucking scary. Especially, and it's really, it's even more frustrating when you are trying your motherfucking best to hold it the fuck together. It's no fun holding it together when it's all falling the fuck apart. And then you get looked at like you're just not doing enough because, or you're doing something wrong because you're having a hard time dealing with accepting it. It's really fucking hard. 
They say, trust God, trust God. Well, sometimes God is, you know, not all that, you know, trustworthy, if you ask me. That's my personal fucking opinion. I'm not saying that anybody else has to agree with it. This is just my personal experience. Everybody always talks about their experience with God. is such a wonderful fucking thing. Well, maybe it did work out for you like that. And congratulations if it did. But because people are in situations where it doesn't work out for them, it doesn't mean they're not fucking trying. Everybody can always put their two cents in on how hard they think somebody should be trying when it's not you that's doing the motherfucking work. Every fucking body does it. But when it's you that's right there on that fucking line, and you know what you're putting in, and you know the things that you're facing, and you can't seem to get a grip on making it right, it's enough to make you pull your motherfucking hair out. You feel like everything orbiting around you is just taunting you and making you feel like you're less worthy of fucking success in life or doing better in life or just even being comfortable some fucking times. You feel like everything, everything, in some some cases, everything starts to seem like it's, a, it's like it's taunting you. Like, look at this over here. This is nice, huh? That's nice. You wish you could have that, don't you? In spite of how hard you're working to actually make that fucking shit happen. It's not a good fucking feeling. And when you step out on faith and you fall, let me tell you, even though you have to keep going, you are not thrilled and you are not the first nigga on the motherfucking line to be ready to step out on that shit again. You feel betrayed. And there is nothing worse than be feeling betrayed by life, by fucking faith, by God. But you know, it's funny because people... Who who don't have this problem? They would never. They God would never betray you. Speak for your fucking self. Because last time I checked, you weren't walking in my fucking shoes. But nobody wants to ever believe anything negative about God because God is so fucking good. God is just too good for you to be looking at him and talking about him like that. But what if you were telling the truth? Oh, Christians, they fucking <laughs> they rather lose their ass before they believe that shit. But what if you're telling the fucking truth? According to your personal experience. Last time I checked, we don't tell fucking stories according to the next motherfucker's experience. We tell them according to our personal experience. And nobody ever wants to believe the negative. Because it's always got to be you. If it's going down fucked up, then you must be the fucking problem. What about when that's not the fucking case, though? It's no fun fighting for your fucking life and feeling like you're losing the motherfucking war. And damn near every fucking battle that comes along fucking with it. There's a difference between a war and a battle in case you didn't know. We may lose battles, but we try to win the fucking war. But what about when you lose both? Then people say, oh, what you gonna do? You just gonna give up? No, I'm not. But it's fucking hard. And you would only understand that if you were in those fucking shoes, but people who are not in those shoes cannot understand. People who have overcome certain things in their life cannot understand people who are trying to get over the hump, but just can't seem to get it fucking right. Does not mean that you're not fucking trying. In some cases, it might, but you cannot put everybody in that bag because everybody doesn't deserve to be in that fucking bag. But, oh, we would rather believe that shit rather than to believe that somebody really has it that fucking hard with life. We better believe any motherfucking thing except for the fucking facts. 
Because it can't possibly be that fucking bad. How many times have you heard people say that? It can't possibly be that fucking bad. Easy to say when you're not in that situation. Easy to say when it's really not that bad for you or hasn't been that bad for you or has been bad but not that bad. How many people know what it feels like for every fucking aspect? Every, if you even turn and look at it, it falls the fuck apart, it feels like. And I know everybody has their own idea about what it feels like for things to be falling apart. That means there's something for y'all for, that means something different for everybody. However, we're talking about straight up fucked up. We're talking about every fucking thing. Things that you get. People come to you with opportunities that never go nowhere. You follow up, still don't go nowhere. People bring you all these fucking ideas and all these wonderful things that you fucking try. They all seem to go to fucking shit. But everybody it works for is like, well, shit, it worked for me. Good for you. Good for you. Now you're looking at the whole fucking world. Half the world like, fuck y'all. Because you're like, why? Why can't I? See, people call this a childish frame of mind, but it's not. Because you really never grow out of it. It just, it, it just, um, it just grows with you. The me too thing. You have people who, you know, you see people with nice things. Why? What's wrong with wanting something nice? You see people living comfortable. You see people living good. You see people living lives. All kinds of shit. What's wrong with saying, hey, I want that too. But people always try to make it seem like it's such a fucking negative or, or childish thing to do. But it's really not. It's funny how I hear people tell people so much. Don't worry about everybody else. Worry about your damn self. But yet and still, if you start talking about how fucked up your life is, what they tell you, you're not the only person going through that shit. Which one is fucking okay? It's okay to not worry about everybody else unless or until. People tell you that shit at their convenience. That's why I don't believe none of this shit. That's why I see things the way that I see things. You start wanting better like everybody else has. Oh, don't worry about everybody else. Just worry about your damn self. But you start talking about some fucked up shit. Oh, you're not the only one. Bruh, make up your fucking mind. But they don't. They curtail it to whatever the fuck they want to curtail it to. To whatever is convenient to them. And the head honcho, God, he ain't got to deal with none of this shit. You can complain. You can cry. You can fall the fuck out if you want to. Stress the fuck out. Heart attack. All that shit. That don't mean he gonna change it for you. He ain't gonna step down out the fucking sky and say, "Hey, I know you've been through it. You didn't had it rough. You didn't had it hard. Let me make it a little bit better for you right now." He don't work like that with every fucking body. And then people always try to make it seem like, "Oh, well, you know, you must not. You must have done something that where you don't deserve it. You can't talk you, all this bullshit." Everybody here comes all the, the the defense team for God. God has you know Johnny Cochran and and um, what's his name uh, Kim Kardashian's daddy. Ain't got shit on God's defense team. Shit. Nothing. If they actually got paid a dollar amount, God's defense team, they'd be sitting fat in the motherfucker because God's defense team is the coldest defense team on the planet. It can make no sense whatsoever, and they will still defend God. He could do some fucked up shit to some innocent fucking people, and they will always have an excuse for why the fuck it happened. Even when there is no excuse. Because God can do no wrong. Because God is good. I say that depends on who the fuck you're asking. He may be good, but that also depends on who the fuck you're asking. But his defense team, they're some cold niggas. They're some cold niggas.
Because if he's good to me, damn it, he's good to you too. And if he's not, you done did something fucked up. I don't believe that. I don't believe that shit at all. Because you know what? We all are responsible for what the fuck we do. And we all know what the fuck we do and what we don't do. And if you honestly know that in your life that you have tried or you're trying the best that you can fucking try and you just can't seem to get a fucking break, I don't think that that's on you. And my question is, what's so bad about giving motherfuckers a break? Anybody asking for a free ride, but can you let a nigga get a little piece of fucking help? Something to alleviate? If God will let you sit with tons and tons and tons of stress on you, and then people will say, well, stressing about it ain't going to do no good. I don't know too many people that are sailing towards the edge of a cliff that's, going, that's not going to stress. I just don't like see how the fuck it's going to happen. And if you're able to do that, you probably don't really give a fuck about falling off the cliff in the first place. But to my knowledge, my personal experience, people don't just sail towards the edge of a cliff and be like, yeah, well, you know, things happen and this. No. So to tell people in fucked up, volatile, especially volatile situations, and I don't mean violence, I just mean volatile where life is really harsh to, towards you, to people in those situations, how could you not stress? Especially, you know, if you, you might stress a little bit, but when you know you're fighting against the current to try to make things better and it's still headed towards that edge, <laughs> if you don't stress, then what are you fighting for? And yeah, the people say, well, stressing don't do you no good. I'm sure as fuck I'm not going to sit here with no smile plastered across my face while I'm watching my fucking life fall apart in spite of my efforts. But God and his defense team, them is some, the mob ain't got shit on God's defense team. I'm sorry, they don't. Nothing. Because there is nothing he does fucking wrong, even when he does some fucked up shit. God helps those who help themselves. Bullshit. Bullshit. And why is the fucked up shit so prevalent? Why is it that he continuously puts more and more stress on every fucking body? Why can't the good, you know, they take, they say take the bitter with the sweet. Why is the bitter so prevalent and why is the sweet just barely? Why? Why can't there be an even balance? You can enjoy things more, but who can enjoy things when things are falling the fuck apart? Who wants to enjoy shit when shit is fucked up? Not many people that I know. So when people say these things and I hear these things, it makes me mad because I'm like, first of all, either you don't understand or your brain ain't working right. One of the fuck two, or it's just not your fucking problem. You have a disconnection of association. Meaning whatever your problem is, it ain't mine. So I'm going to analyze your problems according to my personal fucking experience. Not according to yours. Not according to the motherfucker that's actually going through it. I'm going to analyze your shit according to my personal motherfucking experience. Which ain't got shit to do with what's going on with you. Which makes it in my book in fucking valid. But nevertheless, people do it and they do it proudly. How in the fuck is that cool? How in the fuck is that okay? But you know what the thing is though too? About God. What the fuck you going to do to him? The fuck you gonna do? You can curse God, you can talk shit, you can do all, say anything you want. He stood up there laughing at your ass like this motherfucker anyway. You like a gnat. If he even fucking hears your ass. Then they say, oh, you can't curse God and expect him to fucking help you. <laughs> uh, yeah. It don't look like you can do too much shit with God and expect him to fucking help you unless you're a certain people. 
how many motherfuckers sit out there and they sit the, sit up there and, and and don't think about God. God ain't got no parts of their fucking life. And they doing pretty motherfucking good. Explain that shit, Christians. Explain the homeless Christian that's been sitting outside hollering, praise Jesus, praise Lord, and living on the motherfucking street for the past five, six years. Explain that shit, Christians. You can't make good out of fucking bad. I don't give a fuck who you are, God or not, but you can't tell God's defense team that shit. Nigga be on fire talking about praise Jesus, praise Jesus. What the fuck you mean? Okay. Okay. All right. But that's their get down. That's why I say Christianity is the biggest gang on the motherfucking planet. You defended something that you believe in, which is your choice. But it just doesn't make it right. Just because you motherfuckers got the majority, it does not make everything that you say fucking right. And the only way that a Christian will admit that they're wrong is when they say that they're fucking wrong. Or when they're, one of their peers say that they're wrong. An underdog like me can challenge it, but they just, they eat your ass the fuck up. But it don't make it right. It don't make it right at all. But when you rolling with the biggest gang on the planet, whatever the fuck we say goes. Just like when gangs take over fucking neighborhoods. <laughs> they kind of rule the neighborhood. Why? Because they're the most dominant force out there. Just like Christians. Christianity is a very dominant force. But it does not mean they are always right. And the only people that can tell them they're wrong are themselves. That's worse than the government. Because sometimes you need to be checked, but you can't get checked because you don't have enough power to withstand it. And that's crazy. So people sit out here and they fucking bang their head up against the wall. They keep fucking trying. They keep getting knocked down. They keep trying. And they keep getting judged. And all this fucking shit and all these fucking weights of life is just weighing on these people as they are trying to fix and keep their life together. Oh, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. You have to look at things this way. You have to look at things that way. You have to do this. Well, you ain't perfect neither. You fucked up, maybe not in the way that I'm fucked up, but you ain't fucking perfect either. So how in the fuck did you be able to think that you could sit in a place where you could tell me what's wrong? Why? Because they are sailing on smooth waters. They're in their golden state. They're in a comfortable place. That's why they feel like they can do it. It still don't make it right. And we deal with all that shit as we fighting and clawing, trying to make things fucking right, trying to keep your fucking boat floating, and that bitch is steadily fucking sinking. Every time you fucking fill a hole, here come another one. Every time you fucking fill enough, fill that one, here comes another fucking gas. Now water shooting up out of every fucking where you got cotton balls and tissues, and, and they're like, well, give it to God, give it to God. And God is like, who the fuck you think is putting the holes in the motherfucker? <laughs> come on, man. God may not do it himself. He may not bring his finger out the sky, but he will damn sure send a motherfucker to do it. Why? What's wrong, what's wrong with the protection for the little people? What's wrong with protection for the little people? And I'm not demeaning anybody when I say little people. I'm just saying though. Like why in the fuck is it that, that only certain people can have it so fucking good and still be fucking, what they call it, falling short? Why is your sin any fucking less than fucking mine? And in a lot of cases, some of these Christians are some pretty fucked up individuals. And they validated because, why? I got the motherfucking Bible in my hand. I 
could quote some Bible verses. I got a relationship with the Lord. That don't make that shit right. That don't make that shit right. But guess what? If we say it do, it do. Because look at my life and look at yours. You wonder why your life is so fucked up. You gotta stop doing this. You gotta stop doing that. And you gotta fucking... So your fucking sin is okay, but mine is, you know, okay. And my, my, my question will always be, why in the fuck is it that we can't just, God, you can't give a little bit of fucking aid even to motherfuckers that are lower fucking lives than others? My nickname is Miss Nobody, also known as Misunderstood. And can I tell you that I've been asked the question, why in the fuck do you call yourself Miss Nobody? Matter of fact, my dad got pretty mad at me because of that name. My mama don't like it either. But I'm like, it is what it is. You may not like it, and it's not here for you to like or dislike. But there's a reason why I call myself Miss Nobody. Sometimes life can make you feel like you're an absolute nobody in spite of your efforts. We get down on ourselves because when we, when you try for something, especially when you really try for something and you fucking, it just goes the complete opposite way, it don't make you feel good about yourself. When you feel like every fucking thing in life, like nothing in life is good for you, the only things in life that you fucking are good enough for are fucked up ass things because that's how your fucking life seems to fucking go. So I call myself Miss Nobody. Agree with it or not. That's what the fuck I do. That's what the fuck that's how I see it. That does, does that mean I don't want things to be better in my life? Does that not does that mean I'm not gonna keep striving? No. Does that mean I'm giving up? No. But that's what it feels like right now. That's what it fucking has felt like for almost over a decade. Does that mean I've been sitting on my ass for a decade? Bitching about God, not trying things, not trying to make it better? No. But I also look at it like, you know, without speaking a word, you can only tell me fuck you so many times before I say, I get the message. And we all know how easy it is to send messages without using a motherfucking word. So I call myself Miss Nobody. Matter of fact, the... Um, hashtag for my podcast is outcast underdogs. It doesn't mean we're any less of a person. No, it doesn't. But it's just where we fall. (laughs) It's just the slot that we fall into. It's the place that we fall into. It's the way that we're treated. It's the way that things turn out for us in life. That's what makes us outcast underdogs. We're just as important as everybody else. We just don't get the same breaks. We don't get the same um, you know, favor as the elite, as I call them. It doesn't make you a better person because I consider you to be the elite, but you're just, you know, a little bit more favored. But I'm a mother. I'm a mother of three. And my kids asked me one day, they said, Mom, who's your favorite kid? I said, I got three favorite kids. <laughs> and I do. I have three favorite kids. 
So when I said that to my kids, I thought about it. I said, you know, when people are running around talking about, oh, yeah, I'm favored by God. I'm favored. The fuck you mean you favored? I thought God loved everybody. Oh, but you loved, he loves you just a little bit more than he loves the next person? Favorite is favorite, right? Why can't we all be fucking favorite? He even favors some people who don't really deserve to be fucking favorite if you want to keep it motherfucking real. Some people don't deserve to be fucking favorite, but they're favored for whatever fucking reason. So as an underdog, I look at that and be like, well, I'll be damned. I'll be motherfucking damned. And then they have the audacity to look down at me like, you're just not doing A, B, C, D, and E right. Well, you may not be doing F, G, H, and I fucking right. Does that make it any fucking better? Or you don't have a relationship with God. You wonder why your life is... What? But you have a relationship with God. But you do some fucked up shit in other ways. And that's okay though. I guess that's the fucking secret pass. To have a relationship with God. As long as you got a relationship with God. You can be as fucked up as you want to be. In your own fucking way. Because we all... Everybody's fucked up in their own way somehow. But if you have a relationship with God. You get a pass. You get a pass. You can be a jackass, an adulterer, or a fucking murderer, a motherfucking a thief, or whatever the fuck it is that you want to be because you have a relationship with God. Therefore, you are favored. Does that sound fucking right? Fuck no, I don't. But that seems to be how sh- the shit is rolling. And I'm just like, wow, can we not get a little, can we spread the love just a little fucking further? Why is it that people, it like, it's like suffering is like 95% prevalent, then the good shit is fucking five. That completely takes the value out of the good shit when it happens. And then if you have, if you say it like that, guess what you become? Ungrateful. And you're not ungrateful. You're just speaking the fucking real like, bruh, can we fucking change the ratio just a fucking little bit? Can we get 80-20 in this motherfucker, please? Nine times out of ten, if you're an underdog, a lot of the news and the shit that you hear that you get, negative. 95, 98% negative. So that 2% that sounds good or that 5% that sounds good, you're like, okay. That's like getting your ass beaten and somebody hands your ass a tissue. Thank thank you. And they tell you you're ungrateful if you snatch it from them. The fuck, nigga? (laughs) I'm just saying, why does it have to be so hard for some of us? And I'm not talking about the motherfuckers that's sitting on their ass just complaining. No, I'm talking about people who are hitting it hard, busting their ass, trying to make it right, trying to keep it together and can't get a motherfucking break. Why is life like that? Is this the key to success really a relationship with God? Ask Elon Musk when the last time that nigga went to church. Ask that nigga what his relationship with God is like. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Or somebody like him. Ask them atheists. Some of them rich ass atheists living out there in the motherfucking backwoods or up there high up in the motherfucking mountains. What their relationship with God is like. Their favorite, 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 just favorite? Would you call it favorite or is it luck or is it what the fuck is it? Because if we're all supposed to be equal, what the fuck does this next motherfucker have that I don't? In spite of my efforts to try it. Everybody always likes to make it seem like, oh yeah, well people are just sitting on their ass complaining. Not everybody complaining is sitting on their ass. Some of the worst complainers are the hardest workers. 
And there's nothing like feeling like you done put in all this motherfucking work just to watch it fucking fail. And then you're like, hey, yo, God, what's up? <laughs> like, can I, can I get some fucking help? And you hear this. Until some more fucked up shit happens. I, and I think, you know, if I had a little fairy in my ear, I'd be like, I think he said, fuck what you talking about. Because that's the message that it comes across. <laughs> you like, God, can I get some help? Can I get a little bit of alleviation of some of this stress, some of this pain that I'm going through? And you get the silence and this more fucked up shit. I'm like, I think the nigga said, fuck what you talking about. Because that's how it fucking feels. That's how it fucking feels. Oh, they would love to hit your ass with the... Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Negativity. You're always just negative. How about I'm always realistic? Because if I'm lying about what the fuck I'm talking about, that's one fucking thing. Then, yeah, you're probably just a negative. If I'm making negative out of a fucking positive situation, if I'm, making, if I'm finding a bad in, in, out of something good, yeah, you're probably a little negative. But if you're just in a fucked up situation where shit's just falling the fuck apart, left and fucking right, and you're speaking on it and you're calling it, it's called truthful. It's called reality, not negativity. And the reality, and the real reality is, some realities are just that it's negative. So before you go judging somebody, talking that shit, I don't fuck with them because they ain't never got nothing good to say. They always negative. You don't know what type of burden somebody's bearing. You don't know what the fuck makes some people say what the fuck they say. You don't know how heavy. That shit is on their fucking soul. Try to think about that before you go judging people. Try to think about that type of shit before you go looking at somebody, looking, turning your nose up at somebody like somebody's just, oh, I just ain't got time for that negativity. You probably said you ain't got time to be given to, to send out send any any love out either. You ain't got time to give a fuck about the next person's feelings. Ain't nobody saying that you want to gotta go play Captain Saver Hole and go fucking fix their problems. Ain't nobody saying that shit because people love to fucking try to interpret that shit too. That's not what the fuck I'm saying. But before you go pointing fingers and turning your nose up and acting like your ass is just also fucking oh too fucking you know too good for that shit, you ain't got time for that shit. Just mentally try to put yourself in their shoes. Just once. Maybe even if you have a big, big enough heart or if you give a fuck enough, ask them, what's going on with you? And then listen. Listen. Because people don't like to, we don't like to listen to boring shit. And the boring shit is usually the fucking truth. The boring shit is the shit we do not really give a fuck to hear. Because why? The bullshit is more interesting. Our twist on somebody else's problem is far more interesting than the fucking truth than what the fuck they're really going through. It's much easier for me to look at you and say, hey, this motherfucker just over here fucking around and over here pussyfooting and woo 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 woo. Than to actually acknowledge the fact that they just lost their job. They about to lose their house. They about to lose everything that they ever fucking worked for. They can't get back on their fucking feet. They soul is hurt. They didn't been stabbed in the back by everybody that fucking gave a, they gave a, gave a fuck about. They just lost every fucking thing. Nobody gives a fuck about that kind of shit. Why? Boring. But what may be boring to some is the truth to others. Something to try to wrap your fucking mind around. Wake up. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs>